boys and girls, boys and or girls or persons, boys, girls, persons, humans, um, animals, humans, the future, minerals, people, vegetables, people of the past, people of the past, any other animals that have capabilities, people who are gender fluid and yep. may start listening to this podcast as a man and finish listening to this podcast as a woman. Sweet. Good luck to you. Very you good. are man or woman. Still a beautiful bastard. Email. He. Email. Email. Is that a thing? She. <laughs> Email. She. She. I don't know. I don't know. Boys and girls. <laughs> it's not very PC, is it? Boys and girls. This is episode eighty-seven of that there Friday night staple. The ingredient. You've you've made it the, through, through the, another week. Another week of Earth spins. Another seven Earth spins since the last happy accident. Or tilts. Earth tilts. Earth tilts. Whatever the flat earthers are doing these days. Rotating. Um, I don't know. They're just beaming some sort of. I don't know what they're doing in the in the dome in the the fitment. Is it fitment they call it? The big old dome that we live under? It's weird, isn't it? Weird. Weird. Weird before the 8% kicks in. No, that's weird to you because you believe it. I'm not a flat earther. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Somebody actually shout out to Jomo who sent us a, a nice little picture on Instagram and said, I thought you would appreciate this. Uh, and the picture that young Jomo sent was, uh, it's one of them pictures that's in quadrants. And uh, it shows in top left a flat earth with a meteor hurtling towards it. Top right, a dinosaur looking at the meteor coming in. Bottom left, the flat earth getting hit by the meteor tilting. and sort of tilting like you would tilt. Like uh, like if a penny fell off a table. And then just loads of dinosaurs falling off and floating in space. Wow. Here's the one for you, Joe Moore. And anybody else who's interested in that flat earth bollocks. Uh, apparently the flat earthers believe the dinosaurs never even existed. Yep. There you gone. There you gone. If you needed any more, if you needed to discredit them anymore, dinosaurs didn't exist. Question everything by all accounts. Question everything. But also, when you question something and somebody says, "Ah, the fossil record," they've sort of answered your question. Um. What about all the stuff on the under the ground? That's been there for many a millennia. Like who, who put that there? NASA. NASA. NASA, NASA obviously. Got, they've already got advanced tunnelling machines where the tunnel miles underground put fake skeletons. Fake skeletons and uh, skips packets from, from from the 90s. 90s space raider packets yes. featuring that woman with the hair who looked a bit yep. like David Bowie in Labyrinth. Um, what else do you always find? Um, pieces of pot. Pottery pieces. Pottery, yeah, pottery pieces. Pieces of pottery. Times past. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. What else did you use to stumble um, upon as a child when digging? Cans. Old cans. Old cans of um, old cans. And then uh, old cans of Lucasade. And then. Uh, Can you uh, remember when Lucasade was in glass bottles? I do remember when Lucasade was in glass bottles. It also tasted fucking gross back then. Lucas had up the game on that taste front, like. I tell you what, that's the sort of shit my mum gave us when I was poorly. Aye, aye. 
Oh, hey. you're feeling a bit off. There's a bottle of Lucas in he's there. He's a glass so bottle of pure fucking. He's a two litre bottle. Sugar and glucose. He's <laughs> a two litre bottle of poison. I remember being unwell at a caravan trip. Because, I mean, humble beginnings. I didn't always fly away on holiday. Every now and again, I went to Great Yarmouth to the Cherry Tree Park. And I still got fond, <laughs> fond memories. There was two caravan parks. There was the Cherry Tree and there was the Wild Duck. Shout out to anybody who still frequents the old Cherry Tree or cherry Wild tree. Duck uh, caravan park. Uh, I took ill there. Uh, contracted some form of viral infection. Uh, did a spew. Had the spews. And then my mum gave us a full bottle of Lucasade. Glass bottle. Get that down your son. Right as rain. Neck the lot. Vomited the lot. Spewed it all. Right almost up. immediately, just uh, like I could have spewed it back into the bottle in perfect form. Oof. I think Lucasade's more of a hangover cure than how else, really, isn't it? Just, just get the sugars back in you. Get system. them good sugars and minerals and salts and uh, carbonated water syrup, orange syrup. Not, not keen on. I was, I did enjoy the original Lucasade and the orange. I thought, yeah, I see what you're doing there. Then they just went daft. They started putting Olympic patterns on the side and that. Putting coconuts in there and fucking, I don't know, what else? Mangoes. Mango trees. You daft twats. Lucasade. I had nothing but respect. And now, no. Now I have nothing. Now I have nothing for you. Nothing at all for you. I, however, am a big fan of Lucasade Sport. Even at this day when I'm in B&M's or Home Bargains, if I need, like, Carex, I'll buy, like, 12 bottles of Carex at a time. Uh, I just I'm in there and I'm like, oh, there's four four packs of twelve Lucasade Sport for three ninety nine. I'll uh, I'll have that like, I love that Lucasade Sport. Whilst on the beverages, should we start off? Let's let's kick this podcast off six minutes in the way every podcast gets kicked off with a hashtag. What are you drinking? Me. You go this week, drinking um, a Vedant. And Wylam Brewery collab. Mm. It's called Who Unfollowed Me. It's a double IPA. And it is boom. It's boom. Like boom. Whew, fuck. Blows your, blows your right, right off. It's, um, it's extra pale, extra oaty, extra wheaty. Do you know what it looks like? It's got plenty of that gluten in there. It, it looks like a dirty pint, is what it looks like when you pour it. It looks like oh, it, it looks is. like the old drunk who it's like a shit mix. I shit mix. Who look at how thick that is, man. Like I heard a story right now. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is local myth. That there's a man. I'm not going to name names, but there's a man who drinks in a in the local pub. Not the nice local pub. The shameless type local pub. This one down here. Aye, I know which one you, you mean. You know what I mean. It's got the biker. Aye. Uh, what, are they, what do you call that? Like a, it's not a biker gang. It's a club. Club, like yeah. a, a biker club. They, they've got their clubhouse attached to this bar. Is it still there? I haven't seen any bikers well, there. Well, the Persians also operate out the back of that car park. Who claim me car? And all the windows. Oh, did it burn down? Aye, I think it burned down. All the windows are out. I don't know if somebody attacked the biker bar or the biker bar. Did an insurance job on their own clubhouse. 
I don't know. Maybe it was a rival biker gang. Like a little rascals type Maybe it was situation. a like, brought the little rascals type situation. Or maybe it was like a Sons of Anarchy type deal. Uh, and all the old bikers were just gathered in the clubhouse discussing the next gun shipment or heroin shipment. And uh, a bunch of Mexican bikers came in and burnt it down right hey, under the noses. Woman haters. Hi. But uh, there was a, a local legend of a man who's a painfully alcoholic um, and very little money and they go along with a bucket and they tip all of their like when people have a drink and you leave dregs they tip all the dregs into the bucket doesn't matter what the drink is it just goes in this bucket and that's his bucket oh. so he comes and like they just put a glass in the bucket and just give him shit mix that is funny. now I don't know if that's true that's disgusting it's it's a I mean that sounds like a bet it's sad isn't it it's very sad I, I mean it's a sad emotionally sad tale how much <laughs> I'll drink a bucket of shit mix for, a, fucking, yeah. for a fair price how much for that bucket of shit mix <laughs> and now you're keeping it under the bar so yeah this I would say shit mix but it's like one of the most expensive shit mix I've ever purchased um, Vedant and Wylam you did a bloody good job there bloody good well done Vedant and Wylam powerhouses in oh, the brewing I- game Right up there, well. especially if you're in the north. These are these are the main players. These Aye. are the it's a four forty can, so it's like it's a it's a hefty one Oof. in the space age can, and it's like whoa, it's it's gonna blow your effing effing cock off. Oh, your effing cock right off. It's not a word I use very often. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I mean, cocksucker did come into my vocabulary. For a brief window. For a brief window. Um, due to D. D-double-E from uh, Always Sunny. Mm. It's our favourite word. And a brilliant show. And a brilliant show. At that. What's, hashtag what, what's your beverage? Well, while we're in that collab game, I too have a Space Age can. And this one is a collab with Vedant and dry and bitter uh, and that's a double IPA that goes by the name hold tight don't fight uh, which sounds a bit rapey and after the first few mouthfuls I can understand why I am holding tight and I'm trying not to fight it but it's like drinking liquid dynamite what's the percentage it's an 8% it's a double IPA this is an 8% Uh, if if any uh Young illegal kids out there uh, trying to get pissed off four cans of Fosters, but you're feeling bloated. Have you sold one of these? You've tried. Get, get, get you've, two cans of Vedan, you'll be off your you've, little you've, nut. You've been on the four cans of Fosters for the last six weeks. Every Saturday you have four cans of Fosters, and you've hit that point now where four cans of Fosters just doesn't do it. So you've started buying a bottle of Glens as well, <laughs> and you've started drinking four cans, and then... Glens, Glens, top, top your, your multi purpose <laughs> clear solution just to top your cans up. Stop, stop, stop spending the money on the Fosters and the Glens. Just at £6.90 a can, so get yourself 13 quid together and just, uh, just, have, just, a can, just have a can each. Have a, a fucking, yeah, of the time. I've wanted a can of this 8%. I tell you what it is. Look at the look at that. Oh, that's look milky, at that. milky. Where if, I would say anything. yours looks like a dirty pint. 
mine looks like again we've had this discussion before mine looks like a fresh a fresh breakfast juice that is that is if you vividly orange oh. and so dense so dense in its orangeness that um I'm, it's got a center I'm, point i'm concerned I'm concerned at how orange and heavy that is. Do you know what it looks like? Do you know before Sunny D got dragged <laughs> over the coals? <laughs> before Sunny D started rotting people's teeth out the race. Do you know when Sunny D first came out and it was a pure sugar syrup with a hint of orange? That's what this reminds us of. It's heavy. It's thick. It's orange. It's dense. And it hits us in every single taste before I've even poured it in my mouth. Will I, will I get me... What's a back taste? Will I get me chops? Will I get me chops around this? I'm going to have to hold tight. I'm going to try not to hold fight on, it. Hold on, I'm going to try not to fight it, will I? Oh, that was a big gulp oh. there. Do you need a knife and fork? Fuck me. <laughs> do, you need, oh. do you need some bread to dip in that? Jesus Christ. I need a loaf of crusty and your best curry gold stat. That is just... Ah... That is powerful as all hell. All hell. With her. I'll tell you what. Did we keep the cans off last week? Mm-hmm. This. Whew. This little... This little fella. Whew. Faith. Modern Pale Ale by Northern Monk. It's a 5.4% water I spoke about last week. Still can't stop thinking about it because it was that good. Aye. I'm definitely gonna hunt out some more of these. See, that's, that's the ones. That's when your note sticks with you. See, there's not a lot of beers that sticks with us. Some of the fruit ones, like, Aye. kick us right in the nut and like, oh yeah, that's that's good, but it could get sickly after one or two. Aye. This this was like one of the ones that I thought. Ooh, boom! That's me drink. That's me drink. That's that's the one there. But I found my jam, didn't I? It was one of the unbarred. It was the unbarred citrus one in the orange can but uh, the unbarred tropical is also very nice I think unbarred may be my brewer of choice I'm going northern monk as that northern was... monk I mean Vedant always you can't Vedant's like a step of, but like do you know they I think, just go I think 87 episodes in I think what we can now class ourselves as is probably experts <laughs> probably I mean probably this is a beer podcast I mean have you ever have you ever I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it just now right this is this is how much of an expert I am I'm gonna take a drink of this oh you're gonna spit it back in I'm not gonna spit it back in I'm just gonna give you an in-depth just off off the cuff just everything I've cuff. learned everything I've learned one more sip of this go on what's that oh right, right first off the bat oh Right, hit you in the nose straight away. It's an assault on the nostrils. Smashes you right straight. in Straight. The fumes straight up your nostrils. You know you're in for a, a turbulent ride. Hits that front taste. Liquid dynamite right on the front taste. You haven't even got enough time. It's got tingles all right up in your tongue. You haven't got time to develop and let that taste mature on the front taste before it hits you straight in the back taste. Straight in the back taste. Like a gorilla's punched you in the neck. <laughs> Through the mouth though. Not like on the outside of the neck. A gorilla's punched you on the inside of the neck. But he's used... Um, he's had his hands in some Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> he's been washing his hands in the Sunny D waterfalls of uh, Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Bottled that sauce. And it's just punched us. Straight. And his little fingernails has grazed my tongue on the way past. Hit us right in the back taste. And then I've just got... Just... The whiskey feels, you know, when it feels like a tree of warmth 
grows out of your stomach and into every uh, single capillary of your lungs. That'll warm cockles. That's it. Oh, it's warm my cockles. It's warmed them that much, it's give us thrush. That's how much it's warmed us. Every I'm part of my cockles has now got thrush. Currently drinking piss booing to, to keep so the, the sunny <laughs> day from the inside. <laughs> I'm nearly getting sunburnt on the inside. The only way I can do this is with a chaser. A chaser of piss booing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this is probably the best beer podcast on the internet. And it's Obviously, not even a beer podcast. Because we we're, we're still don't know what we're talking about. We still haven't been on a beer tasting adventure. To, so no. when we say oh that front taste is very hoppy I don't know what that means I think it's just what we we assume hops taste like um, this one tastes American tastes if American it, if anything was American hoppy this mine tastes like it works in a metal yard metal hoppy it does it, it works in a metal yard by day it welds I would say it, that's what mine tastes like that was a London Hop. A London hop. <laughs> one of them London hops. What we got? Oh my god! This one's a London hop. Is it? Um, Mosaic. Amarillo. <sighs> this motherfucker is. Uh, Centennial. I tell you what, I'm gonna give you some details on this because it's strong as fuck. So I see you... local when we're talking about Verdant. It's in Cornwall. It's, just, I mean, it's still local to the country, I suppose. Couldn't be any fucking further away. This one, uh, what I've noticed about both cans is uh, they are both vegan friendly. So, uh, friend of the show, the vegans, get in amongst this guilt free. Absolutely just, need dead animals in these cans. Just get ready. Need animals get, killed. <laughs> just get ready, because even though it's vegan friendly, this is going to do things to you that. Uh, like even a bear wouldn't do in the wilderness. I mean, I'm glad I wrapped mine in leather. Jesus. Jesus. So if you want to get stronger, you better not let go. You've got to hold on longer if you want your love to grow. A nice little poem on the back of that Vedant oh, can there. That's uh, nice. And luckily I read it after the first four mouthfuls, because after the fifth, I think the eyes is going to turn off. You know when people talk about drinking absinthe and they go blind off drinking absinthe? I think it's got the strong potential to knock you blind that like 8% hefty hefty what kind of dog would you get if you were a blind man oh a blind man uh, I don't know you tell you don't see a lot of C&I cats yep maybe out of a or a C&I lion yep definitely or just a horse or Climb like, on a horse. Do you know when people call them uh, blind dogs Aye. when they're not actually blind? Aye. That's hilarious. And I also like, <laughs> I also like the term. <laughs> they, they see better than any than the person who's older than them. I like the term seeing eye dog. I like assistance dogs. Assistance dogs is a good one. Service dogs are really Aye. good. That's a good I like one. service. When I hear service dog, I think of a dog in the military, like a dog with a little. Kevlar vest on, and a like a, um, like an apocalypse now Vietnam War style army hat. Not the new fancy ones, you know the ones from like Saving Private Ryan. Oh, like a tin one. Apocalypse now, like a tin hat with like some net, some like net on it, and uh, just a pack of tabs, just 20, 20 woodbines just 20, stuffed yeah. in the side. Oh, oh, dig dogs like especially the ones in the services. Service dogs. Very good. 
I'd love to know how to train a dog properly. That aye. At the minute, got mine to fetch. Aye. Aye. Good skill. Good, Good skill. Good skill. I mean, he fetches his thing back aye. all the fucking time. Even like, when you're not asking him. Even when you're not asking him, he'll drop it on your foot and be like, oh, well. I know you didn't tell us, I, but. Uh, throw this little fancy thing. Fancy little game, like. And he's sitting. Sitting quite a lot. Nice. He enjoys sitting. Um, I, I point at the floor and he sits on it. That's very good. Right. It took us about six packets of fucking <laughs> pedigree <laughs> 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 puppy treats. Um, but it's working, working a treat. Little bugger him. But now else, I didn't know anything else. How, how am I supposed to train my dog to fucking give us your paw, roll over, fucking backflip, spin around. Do a backflip. Walk around his backwards like the people on bloody Britain's Got Talent. Right. Do that thing what the dog on Britain's Got Talent done. You fucking idiot. Look you here. stupid dog. All you Look. do is sit on All command. You, you cannot even take this across the road if I shut me eyes. <laughs> you stupid little twat. You don't even understand Find what a curb is. Find the drugs. Where's all the money? For all you know, there's an IED in this house and you haven't, you you haven't, haven't even... You haven't got a clue. You haven't stopped and pointed in a corner, not even yep. once. Not, not even once. And he's just sat and cried all day next to his water, his empty water bowl. <laughs> <laughs> little dickhead. Sat, looking all dehydrated and crying on an empty water bowl. By <laughs> God, you should eat some of you, <laughs> you need skinny. a drink. You need a drink, lad. <laughs> Get yourself in the kitchen, <laughs> on the bench, tap. turn the tap on. Like the rest of us. But, you know when I lived at home and uh, I had my first dog? She was like, I loved that dog to death. Like, that was just such a strong bond with that dog. Molly May, she was called. Aye. I loved that dog. She was the runt of the litter. And like, it was like somebody had took her snout off, turned it a couple of degrees and then put it back on. She had that good twisty face. Mm-hmm. Like, even her gurn was off. Like oh, and our bottom teeth, gurn, like. our bottom tooth gurn was off to the side because her little snout was on a twist. But she was just beautiful, and she was scarily intelligent, but an arrogant little shit. And then when I taught her to do the sit, paw, other paw, lie down, roll over, she knew at the end. So after roll over came the treat. So whenever I said sit, she used to just sit, throw two fucking wild paws into the air didn't even bother giving you them just put them both up lay down and rolled over in one like she did a combat roll she didn't lie down then roll over she sort of like combat rolled and then she would just stare at you as if to say I've done your tricks I've done your tricks give us the bit you know how this works I do the weirdness you give us one of them good rodeos by the end I was you know rodeos are probably what four inches long maybe and they're like two Different colour sticks twisted. Yes, I know what you mean now. I'd cut them into three and then pull them apart because she was just getting fat. She was just getting one oh, one solitary my little piece. Do- if I put that rodeo inside the dog, it would go from his mouth to his arsehole. <laughs> what a stupid little dog. What an absolute angry little bastard I've got of a dog. Right? Oh, It's developed a bit of anger. Scrappy do. Absolutely, scrappy do. Scrappy do, you little shit. Why couldn't you just be a docile, affable tit, Scooby Doo? But instead, nah. you've gone scrappy do. He's gone all scrappy do, and he's, he's loves humans. He loves a good stroke. He, you pick him up, cuddle him, he'll lick you to death. If another dog comes along, that's it. 
There's fucking hell on. Hell on. Your gun's mental. You've offended me and my family lineage, sir. I won't stand for it. Yes. That kind of crap. That's a pick your size of a dog. He'd he'd fight he'd fight a llama. <laughs> Wouldn't we all, Liam? It, Wouldn't we all? That's what I'd like to see. A, a C and I alpaca. A C and I alpaca. Uh, C yeah. and I alpaca. I'd like to. Do you know what I like about alpacas? They just look gormless all the time. All the time. They just sort of got that look like, like the bottom jaw's always wildly off to one Don't, side. They're not very friendly though, are they? Is, is, is it alpacas or is it llamas that just spit at you? Well, is it, <laughs> dirty is it, cunts just spit at you right in your a face. a few stages before the spit. Aye. So, the scream, alpacas scream at you really? before the spit and the, the, they kick the floor quite a bit. They get really angry. And start like hoofing the floor, smashing the floor, and like get the fuck away, get the fuck away, ah, get the fuck away, and then again, yeah, yeah, right. So uh, there's a few stages of angry alpacas. There's a there's a farm local to this area that goes by the name. I mean, look at me. This episode just thrown out locations of my childhood. Here's another one for you. So we've done with the Wild Duck Caravan Park. We've done the Cherry Tree Caravan Park. I'm going to throw out another one for you. Quite local. Hall Hill Farm. Been there. Did it. Got pushed in a field. They've got uh, goats that you can feed and all sorts there. Adorable little goats. But uh, one of them was loose, you know, when I was there. Just this renegade goat. Uh, I was on the walking path with fenced off enclosures outside. I was going to go and say the llamas or the alpacas or whatever they've got. Well... What's there was the difference? Just, there was a goat. Question everything? Question everything. Is it just marketing? Is it just... Is Al, it marketing? Does alpacas carry your stuff and llamas just stay in field? I think that's what they're doing. Do you ride a llama but not an alpaca? Alpaca. Alpaca lunch for you. Alpaca stuff and trips it up to Machu Picchu. Yeah, are you off to Machu Picchu? Luckily I know the route. You got any bags? Oh, them on me back. Alpaca. Yo. Alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> Alpaca, you walk behind. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up. Watch this. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but that's a llama. He'll do shit for you. He'll do He's a lazy bastard. He's kicking the floor park and <laughs> spitting at everyone coming past. So, uh, he just ignore him. He spits on people when they walk past. He's just, he offers nothing to society. Gives you bags. Gives you bags. I'm the donkey in this fucking world. <laughs> Impressed by donkeys, are you? Are you saying I carry the bricks? You've said no. You've said no. Get your rucksack. I think we should set up an alpaca uh, foundation. Uh, there's about to be one already. No problem. See if for alpacas the... from doing back-breaking work. <laughs> These alpacas work for less than minimum wage. <laughs> Just crazy alpacas are really <laughs> shit goats on. That's on a weekend. I can't really afford to drink now, but like I've got to drink like scorner because I'm not really getting minimum wage. <laughs> Me and the lads, we're trying not to mix oh, the llamas. Like you know everyone. how different uh, Jesus time would have been if he didn't ride into Nazareth on a donkey. It was just he rode an alpaca. Religion as we know it would have been turned on its very head, or maybe I don't know. People ride ostriches, don't they? I've seen it. It looks hilarious. It looks hilarious. Do you never think an ostrich runs like um, 
like it's it's got no courage and it, it's always very aware there's about to be trouble kicking off it runs like it's been on the brink of running for a long time and then as soon as it's off it's like oh fucking hell like, ah, you know, somebody, it's the side to side situation ah, you know and somebody takes off really quick and it's sort of like the head snaps back because they haven't got that they haven't started slow and built into a sprint they've just gone Jesus and tried to run like from fright and like the head's back it's because the legs are moving quicker than the rest Can of the body scare the shit out of me ostriches like the daftest bastards man uh, it's another like, location fire from not just from my childhood, but I've visited this probably in the last two years. I'd say there was a zoo in the lakes called Southside Zoo. South South Lakes South Lakes Zoo makes sense if it's in I, the lakes. It's got the tiger there. Me and <laughs> the tiger. Me and the tiger at that moment. Yes, remember? Remember? It was. Uh, I haven't been. I like, think it might have been shut down because of cruelty. I it got. I'm sure it got shut down because there was horrific things like. Uh, uh, a keeper had been killed. Stinks of piss. Several lions, or like not just lions, like several animals had just died in their care. Foot and mouth. The fucking lemurs took out of the joint. They're running some sort of like mob operation. The lemurs just like run free. They run free. Fucking lemur poker nights. Lemur poker nights. <laughs> you know what I mean? I tell you, who burnt the fucking biker club down? <laughs> fucking lemurs. It was the South Lakes lemurs. The SLL. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's holding a poker night round here, boys. Not inviting uh, us, huh? Burn it down, ringtail. Little, little bastard ringtails. Little bastard ringtails. They've got them there. Capybaras. What's that? It's a weird looking fucking thing. It looks like a. It looks like somebody squashed a beaver. Um. If. I could draw a capybara right now. Yeah, I will tell you what. I would say it was Australian. I reckon, right? I reckon if I go in my photos on my phone and I scroll far enough back, there's photos of me at South Lakes Zoo itself. Uh, and I'll show you a capybara. Here we're gone. Here we're gone. That was a. Uh, say, I, I kept these photos because I took. Fucking hell. I took a lot of pictures of animals that day because I was, I was, my mind was blown by how much animals were just not in enclosures. So this was a lemur doing a gonk face. That's fucking scary. Look at these little teeth. Look at these fucking teeth, mate. And this is a kangaroo doing a gonk face. Yes, very good kangaroo. Although he's crying. Stinks, probably stinks. What are you feeding it? He's also crying. I don't know if you've noticed, but that kangaroo's definitely crying. Definitely got an eye infection. He's got an eye infection. No wonder it got closed I can see down. your ribs. It's ribs. Yeah, neither one. Are you feeding them? This is a goat. That, that's hilarious. Doing a goat. gonk face. I essentially kept all the pictures of animals doing gonk face. That's hilarious. Uh, oh, and I don't think I've got the capybara picture. What? I haven't. I must. There mustn't have been a capybara doing a gonk face. So I'm going to Google a capybara because I don't know what they are. I tell you what. While you're googling, I'll drop Error some. I spell it. I'll drop some knowledge bombs. C A P Y B, and then I should be there. Capybara pet. Ah, what a stupid little... You know what that is? Cross pig. It's a giant rat. Giant rat pig. It's a giant rat pig. That's what a capybara is. It's like a massive... And uh, it, fucking it's like a massive gopher, isn't it? Guinea pig? It looks like a gopher, guinea pig. What? Uh, gopher, guinea pig? Why is you... Google. Fuck off. Why is your phone just brought up Walford guinea pig? Like it's like he's some sort of elusive character or vigilante operating in the area of Walford. 
Wolford guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> you said all of that and it's googled like some sort of elusive character um, <laughs> operating in the area of Waterford and it's brought up vigilante paedophile hunters <laughs> nice. in Waterford. Nice. Maybe that's what the uh, the the Walford guinea pig capybara is, a paedophile hunter. Dirty little bastard. What better way to lure a paedophile out than be a capybara who attracts kids? Capybara, they've made a good pet maybe. Well, they were docile as out. Like I've been literally as like close as like this. Smelly. Uh, just, uh, just no, I mean they're... Do they, are they rough? They look rough. They are quite rough. They're quite rough in coat. The little... The little mane, or whatever it's called. It's quite rough. Um, like... Coarse. Coarse. I'd call it coarse. I'd eat one, like. I'd eat one. No, nah. Nah. There was nothing. It didn't look appetising in the slightest. I mean, make a uh, good, like, pork scratchings. No. Like, you know when you eat a pork scratching and every now and again you just get that rogue bit of back hair in your pork scratching? Ah, oh, I'd have shaved the capybara, like, before I... Just give him a good... Give him a good veat before uh, you fucking bake them up. Veat them all over. Because then he'd... No, because then he'd look like know, one of them weird guinea pigs. He'd look like a big, mole rat. Big shout out to the vegans, but I didn't think there's much I wouldn't try. Much you wouldn't... Whack on a barbecue. I mean, if I'm hungry. Mm. I'll eat, I'll eat that. Almost I'll eat anything. that fern in your back garden right there. Big old fern, that motherfucker. I've got a picture when I first moved in here, and that was naught but a sapling. Look at it now, nine yes. foot tall. Wow, who's he? Fucking the KFC kernels just came out your back oh, garden. Oh, that's the kernel. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kernel. Oh, kernel. He's just been working on his sacred blend of herbs and spices in the shed. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Is that why he keeps it? So it does, I. By day, he fixes all kind of motor car uh, and bike. And then by night, he works on his sacred blend of herbs and spices <laughs> and simply goes by the name of the Colonel. I mean, he's lay cell go a bit. Ah, yeah, definitely. Time hasn't been kind. Time no. and uh, father time and mother nature have not been kind to the Colonel. You think for all the money he's got, he wouldn't have to fix Vauxhall Astras at the back of his house <laughs> every single day? There's like, just pick a like a middle of the road car from uh, the late nineties, early two thousands, and he fixes them. So the Nissan that... Primeras, Vauxhall uh, Astras, Ford Mondeo, uh, Ford Mondeo, anything that made a good taxi. Aye. Back in the day, all taxis. A he just of Vectras out there. Fixes up Vectras. You know what I mean? There's a, uh, I've seen a Citroen Picasso yes. people carrier. Oh. That was there. I fixed one of them up. You know, it's, you diversify. Good lad. KFC, Good lad. come for the chicken, steer for the car repairs. Steer for the MOTs. Steer for the MOT. <laughs> <laughs> steer for the secret blend of herbs and spices and uh, half days in service slash valet. Nice. Oh my God. Business idea of the week. Go on then. So we set up a valley and KFC drive-throughs. Instant. Oh my god! So as you're sitting there eating your burger or whatever other meat produce you want to eat from McDonald's or KFC, I'm running around you like an absolute kabawari or whatever the kabawari. What that fucking animal was running around you like a kabawari. 
uh, cleaning your wheels. Business idea of the week. From the men that brought you snacks delivered. Do you remember snacks delivered? Snacks delivered. From the men that brought you snacks delivered and the porcupine razor. It's KFC chicken and auto repair shop. Come for the chicken. Stay for the alloy wheel clean. Deep cleanse. Deep cleanse. Stay for the back to black wheel treatment. You know when you can't get smelly off a McDonald's? Donate it, mate. What? Donate it. What? Donate McDonald's. What? What? I'd say... What? <laughs> three, Shut up. three times a year I eat McDonald's and... I rarely eat McDonald's, but... It's only ever the breakfasts. What? I only ever eat Matty Day's breakfast. That's the worst part. No, they do good. They do good breakfasts. They haven't got any of them Monopoly things, though. Nah, nah. I'm not in that Monopoly game. Of all the board games I enjoy, Monopoly's really low in the list, like... Seems to take all the t- all of the time. Just oh, we don't play Monopoly. We not playing that last week. Oh, it's the same game. It's the same game. I've won um, a large fries or a bag of fruit. I've got a bag of fruit here, <laughs> and I, I won a McFlurry, but the machines a, bust. A McFlurry <laughs> or a milkshake, and none of them work. I've got a totten here for seven McFlurries that I've been collecting for a while, and just and the now they're running, now they're out of date, and I can't use them. Constantly bust. <laughs> <laughs> they do that you know McDonald's let you win all this shit and then they just go nah it's nah, not nah. on anymore I'm not giving you any warning nah, you, had, you had a week yeah, you had to claim that as soon as you won it you had to claim that you had a 30 minute window to claim that you fucking absolutely snidey little bastards I tell you what I tell you who wouldn't do that the colonel oh nah if he was out there and every car he fixed he left a little monopoly scratch card and if he scratched it off and won a free wheel wash He'd give you it, even if you come back next year. Very good. I mean, if he wasn't busy working on his secret blend of herbs and spices. I mean, the white suit isn't the ideal attire for um, car fixing. No, no, there's a lot of oil. There's a lot of gubbins when you're fixing a car. And he's a little, like, nothing. He wears a knot, He wears a knot instead of a tie. Aye. Very Texan thing to do, that, isn't it? What a... What a what a strange thing. What a t- you've question got, everything. You, you've what got the your sh- fuck is a tie, by the way? You've got your shoelaces around your neck. Well, what's a tie? I've got it's an idea. Uh, Let's get this long piece of material. I'll wrap it round like it does nothing, nothing but decorate me neck. It's, uh, I don't know what ties are. Just the rabbit goes round the tray and down the hall. You I know what I mean? I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's a tradition thing. That's. One of them things that someone done ages ago and we still do it today for now. It, it does finish off a suit quite well, but don't you think? Like, no. I'm not. No. I'd, what does it is do? This, is this it's, your campaign against the necktie? I'm I'm campaigning. I'm starting a campaign against neckties because can, can be what specific really grinds to my gear? What grinds Liam's gears? Liam's, what, what's grinding your gears this week? Um, Neckties. 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 Fuck you, neckties. Neckties and fatties. <laughs> this seems like there's not a correlation I mean, there at all. There's not. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the fear of both. Both Windsor not and obesity are all up in my brain right now. I have never in my life tied a Windsor knot. I've tied I, mean, the... I have to Google it every time I have to fucking tie. Every time there's some 
event. Twat shit to burn out and I'm going, going out, out for a Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Half the time with somebody in my family. Oh, he's a bloody another one. Something I had to get on to today. What the fuck is a, a gender reveal? People having parties for gender reveals? I think people have got too much money and time oh, is what I think. Too many balloons in the world, I feel. So, essentially, you, I've seen it done two ways. I've seen a gender reveal with... I've seen three uh, balloons where yes. you put a certain colour confetti in a balloon and then the poplet. Yep. And then everyone knows you're having a blue or a pink. Which is a blue for a boy and a pink for a girl. And I'd I mean, mix it up. I'd, I'd put a white in there. In this age of gender fluidity... I'll put a grey. Of LGBTQ, RESPECT, I think the the, the walk on a fine line they could offend somebody. Yes. How do they know that little fetus doesn't identify? I mean, we all like to be else. offended these days. I'm I offended. Love, I love being offended. Mate. I'm offended at the thought of it. I'm offended at the very thought. I'm I'm offended at the thought of someone popping a balloon, and if a girl fetus falls out or a boy fetus, I mean, <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. imagine if that was the reveal. Imagine if you just popped it and then there was just this fucking fetus lying on the floor. Just like, what? Congratulations, you've had a boy. You've got to get people in the family to root around and try and identify a sex organ. Uh, uh, it looks like it could potentially be a penis in there. And then you throw your gin behind you and whoever catches it gets to cut the cord. Snip that cord. Just, I caught the gin. I caught it. <laughs> God, what then, are we doing? This then, is eight percent for you. Then there's a cord cutting tool reveal, <laughs> and what you do is you get a balloon. <laughs> you get a series of balloons, and you pop one, and either a hacksaw will fall out. <laughs> it's uh, a scratch card. <laughs> Everyone gets a scratch card, and see who wins. It's either like some garden shears. You've got match three, and there's garden shears, a hacksaw, a pair of false teeth. A butter knife. <laughs> or a blowtorch. <laughs> Garden strimmer. <laughs> you've got to live stream it on Facebook. Right. You have to live stream it on Facebook. There's a filter for your vagina to <laughs> blur it out. There's a filter to turn your vagina into a goddess. <laughs> your vagina gets it's, nice. It's not going to. It's just going to give you freckles and a pair of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and a Harry Potter scar. <laughs> Do you know what, Liam? It's it's lucky that we're even forty two minutes into this episode. Do you know why? I don't know how far we're gonna get. Do you know why? The eight percent's kicking in. We start we started off fine. I mean, it started off quite a civilized conversation, I thought, and it's quickly gone downhill. It always does. It always does. I mean, where else are you gonna get a gender reveal? Slash necktie slash scratch card <laughs> slash garden stream and Facebook filter for your vagina pants. That was a garden stream. That was the, the black and decker when it's run out of um, the the stuff in the middle. You've left it in the shed too long, and a rat's at the cable. Yep. Aye. Do you know what is it? Like I was saying, it's funny. It's not funny at all. It's a miracle that we're even recording this episode. And it I think it's worth is. it's worth a shout out 
to anybody who got in touch, I'll tell you. I know what you looked at there. You looked at that little candle thing, didn't you? But so I was in Asda at Deer. I'll get on that. <laughs> I was in Asda at Deer. <laughs> I was in Asda at Deer. I was getting the essentials: bread, milk. I had a look in the games aisle, and I bought them all. So that was a pointless trip. Uh, and I was walking past. I was on my way to the bread, and uh, I went by the homewares. Not homewares, but um, like sundries for like cleaning. Oh, Kitchen rolls, bleachers, the sponges. Usual. The usuals. The usuals. And they had a sale on of candles. Uh, and I thought, ooh, I'm going to sniff. While I'm here, I'm going to have a sniff. And I picked this one up because it was pink and I sniffed it. Have a sniff. Have a sniff of that. Shall I tell you my back taste? Gives, gives the back taste. Yeah. What are you getting off that candle there? <laughs> <laughs> That's all types of. It's horribly sweet, isn't it? Vanilla. -y. Yeah. Um. Didn't know. I don't know what bergamot is, but it smells. It smells like, like bergamot. Burgers and knots. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just look on the bottom. What's in? I don't know what it was called. I think it was called a glade. It's glade. That's glade like a brand. Desert. Desert blossoms or something. Oh really? Something like that. And there's not deserty. Give us a sniff again. There's a fucking picture on the desert on the outside. It's, it's it was called Desert Blossoms or something, and I was like, oh, I love that. I love how it's sweet. I've got a sweet tooth, and it turns out I've also got sweet nostrils, as uh, as it would have it. But you know, you smell that. Do you know what that says? To, like, it paints a vivid picture in my mind of like, like if I was in the eighteen hundreds, right, or the early nineteen hundreds. If and, you keep taking it. I'm right. just, and then <laughs> and you keep hearing like a weird noise. It's just me topping up me imagery of what the picture I'm trying to paint. So it's the it's the late 1800s, early 1900s, right? I'm in a terrorist house, and I bought a, a terrorist house. A ter I'm in a terrorist house. <laughs> Guy Fawkes. I've bought I've bought a chocolate bar, right? And I've opened the chocolate bar, and there was a golden ticket inside. And I thought, why? This is weird because there wasn't even any competition on. I've no. just got a golden ticket, and it was a Wonka bar, and I've gone to the factory, and I've knocked on the gate, and a, 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 a weedy man dressed in purple's come out, and mm. I've been like, are you Willy Wonka? And he said, well, yes. And I went, well, I found a golden ticket, and there wasn't a competition to win anything. What does this golden ticket mean? And he's like, did you tell anyone you were coming here? And I thought, no, I haven't told anyone, just in case it was a mistake. Obviously. And he's took us in, and he's like, I'm going to show you the wonders, my boy, of chocolate and my factory. Then he's tied us down, and he's blew off in my face. That's what Willy Wonka's lords would smell like. Pushed you in a stream of Lindert chocolate. He's pushed us right in a stream of Lindert chocolate. Sucked into a tube and died. That's essentially... I end up on a TV... I end up I in the should, TV and Willy should, Wonka blows a load in my face and it smells exactly like this. Deconstruct um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's the story of a pedophile. First of all, that poor little Charlie lad, idiot. Obviously, his grandparents were like trying to get that blue badge. Obviously, obviously. Staying in bed for years. Aye. And then as soon as Willy fucking, what's his name? Charlie. Wins a golden ticket. His granddad's up like a fucking shot. Like a whippet. Like, oh, let me in that factory. Like a rat up a factory. Like a rat up a drain pipe. Oh, I can eat as much as I want as I get around. Poor. Sounds like a Cabbage World experience. Or a strawberry picking. 
<laughs> and, and then essentially Willy Wonka kills five kids <laughs> murders five murders kids five kids and then covers it up with these tiny little orange people and then when he thinks oh, I might be in trouble here he just jumps in his foot in a skate lift and he's ah. off he's this, off this is not a lift I'm He's a spaceship. Spaceship. I'm, a, I'm an alien pedophile. And then he pulls his, his Gene Wilder mask off. He's Elon, <laughs> he's Elon Musk. <laughs> and he's just created the Wonkavator. The Wonkavator. And it's uh, it's 100% electric. Powered by was, a Tesla car battery. And that was your test. That was, that was This was all a test. You've passed the test. You've passed. We're going to Burning Man. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Charlie. You and your granddad's going to fucking Burning Man. I've got a yacht that I drive around the desert in. You and your granddad can sit in the back. Yes. With the bitches. All them bitches. Is it? Don't a, forget about the fat German kid. The girl who turned blue. Obviously, she choked on that sweet. I gave her. How funny The other is one it? who jumped down the fucking golden egg thing. She was like, ah. The, the one who got beamed up into the telly, he's dead. Am I, I right mean, in thinking his name was Mike TV? Obviously. Mike TV? Yeah, Mike. Mike TV. That was his name. I could be horribly wrong here, question everything. No. I think his name was Mike TV. I think it was. Mikey. Mikey TV, and he ended up in a TV. Aye. You couldn't write that? He's... You couldn't write this shit? Somebody wrote it. A story of a pedophile? A murderous pedophile. Anyway, mm. Liam, as I was saying before, I was start talking about the smell of Willy Wonka's lords. Uh, <laughs> it's a miracle this podcast's even happening, because this week, yet another piece of technology blew up. Failed. On the happy accident. This award-winning content almost didn't happen. And you know why? Technology hates the Hartley accident and can I just say the the support that came through from people when I just put a tweet out and put on the gram saying like well there's another piece of technology gone the fucking podcast hanging in the balance here because I've ran out of computers now we've gotten out we've got just this one left and this one this one costs we, more than my house. We can't have like, this one. We're not this allowed this one. This is a temporary basis. This is just to get us through this week. Like, this computer will probably cost more than my fucking house. Like It's a good computer. It's a fancy-ass computer. I feel like getting one on finance. Oh, yeah. So we'll get one. Yeah, we'll get one bastard. and we'll, we'll customise it and it can just be the happy accident. Lap. M- Apple. Lap. Book. Book Pro. Professional. Anyway, Tiger OSIs. All the people who came forward, and there was the uh, what I'd like to call an outpouring of support. Thanks. People for that. came forward. No shit. People came forward with like, um, like mentions and direct messages and offers of like, do you like, do you need parts? If you can fix it, I've got a load of parts. You can have these Amazing. parts. People offering just to give us laptops. You can borrow me laptop to record it. People like just reaching out and saying like, "Oh, I uh, if I can help in any way, just let us know." Like, friends of the show, friends of the show. There's nothing more humbling than thinking that this is just me and you sitting here going on like a couple of dickheads. No, like it still doesn't feel any different than nah. It's just us sitting here being assholes. Just a couple after of a couple of beers. Just a couple of eight percenters in us, and just let let's see what happens. But there's actually people out there 
thanks for listening. Really, I don't think we say that enough. Do no, we say it enough? Nah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. And uh, if ever you need a computer fixing, he's your man. I'm your man. I've got three on the on the on the conveyor at the minute. Parts. I'm gonna fucking fix all three of these broken bastards. I've got plans to fix one of them. I've 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 made plans. I reckon we'll be back up and running on the original Hatley accident machine. Uh, in due course but I tell you the real fucking kicker I got asked to guess didn't I you remember oh, our friend yes. friend of the show Pete from Smorgasbord podcast Aye. he's got a new show called Three Wise Men I'll plug it for him I'll plug it right now where it's just like blokes just having a bit of pants and I ended up on there and uh, halfway through the podcast the computer broke so mm. he was he was recording live with three wise men and then one of them just went deathly silent you brought myrrh didn't you I brought I was the one even knows what it is I was the one who brought myrrh three wise men come to see the baby Jesus one, podcast one brought gold one brought Frankenstein and I brought myrrh and you you murdered all over the place I fucking I was like does anybody need any myrrh I've got I've got a load of myrrh yeah <laughs> I've got a fucking bag of myrrh. I've got a yeah. fucking. I've travelled here on a fucking alpaca, and I've got a shitload of myrrh. Say that alpaca there. See all them bags busting of myrrh. <laughs> Stumbled upon a myrrh field on the way here. I've harvested some myrrh in in all forms. I've got some uh, raw myrrh. I've got some honey roast myrrh, and I've got some caramelised onion myrrh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one that you put in Sunny D and uh, it just bust on us so in the middle of this lads, podcast I just fucking dropped off because technology failed us but fuck technology technology trying to keep the happy uh, laying that 8% hit me right in the fucking it's key, trying to keep the happy accident down but we're not we're not giving up because no. you make your own look in this world you and do make this your is, own look this is our look we're, we're we're talking into this thing and now we're a week to get in your ears and to get into the minds of other people try and change the perceptions and uh, do you think we need to change the direction of this podcast uh, probably so I mean because how long we're on a downward spiral how long can, can people just listen to two lads getting drunk and just talking absolute shit how long is that viable I, I think next happy accident LSD just drop LSD and see what happens. Yeah. Mm. Do we need one of us to be sober in case? Nah. But what if we have to use this kid fucking space age computer again? I know. If I was an LSD, I'd cl- I'd try and climb inside that. Try um, and get inside it like Tron. LSD next n- coming next week on the Happy Accident. <laughs> Liam um, drops LSD, LSD while I try and shield the expensive computer from him while he trips it. balls. <laughs> <laughs> the purge. Eh, <laughs> 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 fucking hell, Liam. Put fake grass down, didn't I? Oh, I fucking seen it, didn't I? See me fake grass. Is look. All I'm, oh, all I'm I need now. Up right now, I can see it. Looks oh. like a bloody putting green. All I need now is a <laughs> beautiful a fruit and veg stall, and I'm laughing. Um, that fake grass, very good. If you spent a great week of hot, it was a you know the bank all the weekend. We had that lovely weather. Hi, stayed in all weekend. It was bloody lovely. I was out. I was out in the garden doing man things, proper man things. Oh. Like the grass that was. I mean, you know the grass that was there Aye. last year. I mean, 
somebody advised some or, people call it grass some people call it fields some people call it a small forest uh, what I did was I mean I heard you couldn't cut it down because it was wild birds rare wild birds I found laying eggs there when I was I was digging away at it trying to chop all of this ridiculous wilderness up I stumbled across uh, an undiscovered tribe <laughs> uh, they were ready to accept me as their god I was like, yeah, seriously, wow. you're going to have to fuck off me. I'm going to put some artificial turf down here in a minute. So, uh, you need, yeah, put your bone arrows down. You need to fuck, fuck off. You need to sling it. Yeah, we a dick tucked inside your cell. It's not healthy, mate. <laughs> I know it's protecting you from all kinds of infections, but you need to just let it hang. Oh, imagine. I'm going to tuck your dick inside you in case a tiny little fish thing got inside your got dick inside when you're having it. a piss. Have you seen? Well, there's some rivers of the world where you have to wear a condom to go in the river because there's parasitic fish that swim. In your I don't know if they can get up your japsai, right? I, I don't know if they'd they go straight see, up your japsai. I think you've got to be careful. And I've read horror stories of people pissing in these streams, right? And then because <laughs> you open... <laughs> right, so the, the, when I, I've heard these stories Aye. as well, they go in your dick Aye. when you're pissing. So, right, I'm imagining... A salmon, see, <laughs> jumping up a stream, <laughs> jumping right into my dick hole. And it, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's, just, it's not very. It didn't work like that. You know what I imagine? A puffer fish. <laughs> a puffer fish, and that's why you can't get. I reckon I would just drink six pints and then hold it for an hour, and you know you do a power piss. Where you've got to stand back because it's going to hit the wall and splash back all over your dust. Like them, like like the salmon jumping some wild river uh, up in could, Scotland. Like if a salmon got in me dip, I reckon I would power piss a salmon out. It's very, it's a smooth beast. I reckon I'd piss it out. But a puffer fish, right? If a puffer fish got up in your dick and then just, <laughs> just did its like inflate thing and all these spikes went up in your fucking piss tubes, you're not pissing uh, him out. Like he's embedded, he's embedded. See, but. The force of the piss is going out. I don't understand how it gets from the water into your dickhole. The only thing that I can describe it as... <laughs> just... Uh, you know, like, like, you know that scene... There, if you're one of them tiny little, like, crazy fish with the teeth, uh, and you're, like, sitting <laughs> well, there... Just... The fish with the human teeth? Are we I... talking about them? No, we're talking about the ones that swim in your piss hole. Oh, the ones that get in your piss hole. Or oh, your arsehole. <laughs> like, if you're in the Amazon, you're either going to get your toes up by piranhas or some fish are going to swim in your dick some fish with human teeth are going to get in your arsehole makes me just not want to go to the Amazon I mean at one point in my life I thought I was going to walk the Amazon well that guy did it didn't he what's he called man knee dick fish arsehole knee dick sort of arsehole fish living in his arsehole Perry No man, can't remember his name. I know he was on uh, Russell Brand's podcast, cool. and he's I can't remember his name. Cool. Very, very nice bloke actually. It'll Enjoy. come back to us. It'll come back to us. But you know when like the say, if it's when you're pissing in the river, that they get inside your piss hole. So one, I'm thinking, right, are these people going waist deep? Are you waist deep and you're just pissing? You're not holding your knob out. You're just pissing because then it opens up your piss hole and then get in. And that's when they like they use. I, I can mean, only imagine fish grappling hooks to attach inside your piss hole. So it doesn't matter how hard you piss, they're just like hanging out the grappling hook, and you can't piss them out. Or 
a standing on the side of the river having a piss. See, this and then is the it way travels back up your piss. And you're like, look at There's a fish coming up my yeah, piss here. There's a fucking cod trying to get me cock. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody help us. Yeah, somebody put this on Instagram. There's a cod swimming up <laughs> my piss stream. <laughs> Just keep on jumping at me, groin. Just keep on splashing at me, cock. What's happening? You know, the only thing I can imagine it as, like, you know that scene in Independence Day where the nutty one flies up inside the alien ship where the whole the light comes out because it's going to shoot the beam and then he flies straight up the beam and into the ship. That's all I see. A fish in a tiny crop duster plane flying up my piss stream trying to get in my chap's eye. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> what a what, what a, a what a weird thought what an ugly beast to the penis uh, what a well. horrible thing imagine that like it's a weird looking appendage anyway where were we going with this dunno do you know what I first thought for people who were circumcised circumcised not <laughs> circumcised that's not even a real word that's where you get your eyelids chopped <laughs> off <laughs> So you get them cut off to prevent any further sty activity. <laughs> We're going to have to circumcise you. <laughs> Left eyelid. Uh, gonza. No more styes for you. You just blink really weird. Just gonza like, being weak. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll uh, transplant a lizard a lizard eye into your face. <laughs> and then you blink sideways. <laughs> you won't be able to blink and keep your eye wet. So if you could just develop the technique to lick your own eyeballs, we'll be fine. Like, like in a picture of circumcised, you know, sometimes when you pull the skin back and it looks like, you know, the film Aliens, when the egg opens. See, no, nah. <laughs> I, I don't know the film Aliens or circumcised cocks. <laughs> but so I can't imagine, like, it looks like he's wearing a hoodie and then Peter of circumcised, his head's always out. Right, I get that. That makes more sense. Street. And I imagine it's really desensitised of all the rubbing I think the it does. Does. Definitely does. Would suck some of the pleasure right does. out of that, that, that sex game, that wouldn't it? Got a friend. Got a good friend who got that got got that operation. Circumcised. Circumcised. At um at a, a later age. So in like mid twenties, maybe. Bald move. Bald move. Medical reasons. Right. How wear tries forever. Forever. Still wears them case of random erections Oof. worked in a place he had to wear, wear suits so he had to wear a shirt tie tracky bombs <laughs> see it wouldn't have been embarrassing if he didn't have a necktie <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought if you were going to suffer a random erection I'd want to be in a, a tighter a tighter fit pant oh, to nah. try and keep it down I'd want to be in a loose fitting pant so it, so it doesn't so it's free and you're walking around with a full on fucking stomp. well no because you'd want to like just not Encourage it. I think that would encourage it. The tight fitting pant. Women of the world don't don't fully understand the perils that come with owning a penis. No, oh, nah. Because I mean, you can get a random hard on for no reason other than it's seven minutes past three. Yep. That's it, and then you can just get a random hard on, and you're like. Well, I, mean, I certainly hope I don't have to get up out of my chair anytime soon. Not so much these days, but when I was younger, <clears> yeah. <throat> I was erect more than I was flaccid when I was a young'un. 
You just tuck it in your belt. Tuck it in your waistband of your pants. I've been trying to teach the dog that. Tuck your knob away, son. Get your, get that little lipstick away, because uh, it's put, bothering us. Put that lipstick away, you it's dirty got, little... It's got a little Mac lipstick. You dirty little penker. He, he just wants to fuck out these days. Give him a, give him a treat the other day. Try to book it. Try to book it. Little... Put in between his paws and have a go at it. Have a right go at it. Well, it is. It's a sign of dominance in the dog world, apparently. Okay. So, obviously, it's a sign of mating as well. Trying to fuck his streets. Just trying to fuck things. Like, you know, they fuck toys and that. Or fuck humans' legs. It's a sign of dominance. Very good. Good lad. Keep fucking. Keep keep, keep slinging dick, son. You've keep, climbed that food chain. Keep whipping that lipstick out and just rubbing it on random things. Show dominance on that couch cushion. Because before you came along, it was getting far too big for its boots. <laughs> <laughs> that inanimate object was getting far too big for its boots. Showed it was boss. Should we wrap it up there, Liam? I can't believe we're an hour in. We're an hour in. We're 8% in. Flew over. Can I just give a shout out to, again to the, the fucking beautiful bastards? 100%. Who offered, who offered fucking help. Like, and like, actual, actual <laughs> I don't know what happened voice there. I think I went, help, who offer help. Who offered help and who offered like fucking in the equipment time of need in our time of need? Thankfully, we managed to fucking scrape it together and record this mediocre content that you've come to know and tolerate. And without without your love, it wouldn't have been worth it. Appreciated, like from the bottom of our swinging bricks that are hearts where hearts used to be. Do really appreciate. Really, Thanks. really appreciate. Um, if, um, if nothing else um, do you know what this says to me we've built a fucking unbelievable community here it's amazing it's absolutely amazing although did disclose the fact that we'd lost the computer and um, our 100th episode was going to be a best of and a best bits type Aye. situation where we're going to have was, that was the dream in the wasn't it? middle of snipping bits together to get Aye. It was going to be like, to celebrate 100 episodes of The Happy Accident, it was going to be some of the choice bits, like, of our funniest memories of the podcast, to celebrate 100. And That's no fucking small effort, that, like, 100 episodes. That's and now it's gone. <laughs> it might be savable. If there's anything you remember on. from any of the old podcasts, I'll tell you what, hit us up. As we, as we approach episode 100, if we can't recover the original files and the original data and that, what I'd like to do is just hear from the community and just say, like, what were some of your funniest bits? Over the last 100 episodes, is there anything that's stuck out? Or All the stuck good bits, like, you? not even funny. I mean... Have you learned anything? Obviously, most of it's um, hilarious. Mm. But some of the unfunny bits, I mean, there was some dark periods. 100%. We've never made any fucking secret of it, that... For two thirty-year-olds, uh, there's been battles, battles with demons, battles with what I think is a fucking the plight of the thirty-somethings. Thirty-somethings is uh, like there's, there's neither way it's in. It's like it's fucking depression, isn't it? It's and there's been battles on both sides, and, and it's been some fucking dark episodes. It's in the public eye at the minute. It is in the public eye about uh, suicides and that. Still, the biggest killer of. If you think about that, it's the biggest killer mm. 
suicide is the biggest killer of people under 45, males under 45, it's the biggest killer. That's fucking ridiculous. It's terrifying, it's 86 it? people a week in the UK taking their own life, which if we've helped one... One person. One person, we're, we're making a difference and we've helped, we're helping ourselves at the same time. This is essentially therapy for me, most weeks. So, yeah, stay in touch. Stay positive. <laughs> As if I'm saying that. And never, ever... Skip your pills. Piss when you're in the Amazon. Nah, didn't piss in the Amazon, like... Because one minute you need a piss, the next minute you've got a full cod lodged in your piss tubes. Does this happen to women? I've never, never heard about a small cod swimming up a, a woman's, vagina. A woman's foof. I mean, I don't know how many people stand over the Amazon and take piss. Would you... if? If you're, a, I think men do it just for the splashback, just for the for a laugh. For a laugh, it's like look at me pissing off the edge of here. Ha ha ha! Look at me floor. Look at the floor. Look, look at, at me steady look, floor. Look at how far I can get this. Watch this. Did you realise that? Like, if you have a piss, but then if you pull the skin back, you can get much more distance. Because uh, yeah. it's not that resistance of the uh, like the the hoodie. I, I think we've spoke about this before, you know. Standing next to someone in the toilet, he was having a piss, and it was like he was pissing out of the hose pipe when you just turned the tap on. Aye, aye, like, aye. Before, before you turn the um, before you turn the nozzle, the gun. Aye, to get so, that desired, so that desired squirt. flute. Aye, aye. I mean, aye. there's a a spray. There's like a mist, and there's a tss. a mist, a steady stream, it's and like, there's the bit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. I couldn't have, I've, words couldn't have done it any better than those sound effects. Boys and girls, this has been episode eighty-seven of the Happy Accident podcast. The episode we didn't think was going to happen. That I mean, we thought episode eighty-six was going to be the last one for a long time when all technology failed us. But uh, again, just fucking thank you very much for everybody who got in touch because for us, just I, I think I'll speak for Liam for two lads who just sit and just record ourselves just being dickheads for an hour a week like for people that actually step forward and go oh fucking hell yeah if you need to get going you can buy me a laptop or what do you need here's some bits or like oh fuck uh, I mean shout out to one of them who was like right everybody round everybody round franchises Gav and we'll just do it live yes. <laughs> just not even turn a thing on just get everybody in the office just sit them round like a game of come by or we'll get some rugs <laughs> have a nice bit of come by or and just let them sit and watch us just Drink eight percent and just talk utter shit about cod swimming up piss tubes. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna work. If we ever had to do a show, I don't. I don't. I think I'd be mute. Nah, nah. We'll just get a couple of eight percenters in you, loosen you up. I think by the time we're at live shows, people will know what they expect. I mean, you're not gonna turn up to a live show. You're not gonna be like somebody who's never listened to an episode and go, "Oh, the Happy Accident Podcast." Why don't we turn up and see what this is all about? Like, you, you're going to know what you expect yeah. if you come to a live show. Yeah. Nonsense. Absolutely drink. nonsense. Free drink, because we'll be giving away Elvis juice. At our first live show, we're just going to give away Elvis juice. What? Oh, aye. Oh, aye. We'll God. get sponsored by Brew Dog. I don't mind, we'll be alright. Somebody will sponsor us. Mr. Dog. Mr. Dog. Mr. Dog. 
Anyway, boys and girls, I was trying to wrap that up there. This has been episode 87, the episode we thought would never happen, but it did. Um, just a massive thank you to everybody who showed any support whatsoever. It means an awful lot to us. Just to get the fucking housekeeping out of the way. We are on the social networks, Twitter, Facebook page, Instagram. You know the score. If you've got a couple of spare minutes of your time, would uh, I mean, we would really would appreciate if you would just leave a, a cheeky little five-star review on the Apple Podcasts app. That helps us also, puts us in the, uh, gets us up in that, in the, in the, in the fucking, what's that word I'm thinking of? The 8%'s got us? The attention of Mr. Algorithm. Mr. Apple Podcasts Algorithm. Just need to be up there in in his sights. He needs to know who we are. And the only way we do that is by plowing them five-star reviews in. But, uh, boys and girls, we will be back next week. Come fucking hell or high water. We will find a way. We will find a way. If I've got to rip apart three PCs to build one shoddy fucking barely held together by chewing gum and fucking sellotape machine, then so be it. But we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Have you got anything else you want to say, Liam? Um, just uh, stay alive, stay weird, stay S- fucking... Do you. Do you. You do, do you. You do you. A bit hard. Try and be nice. I haven't said it in ages. Just try and be nice. I mean, it's hard. It is hard. I mean, there's a lot of shit out there. I knew there was something. There was something I was. Have you wrote down? There was something I was supposed to talk about. Just fleetingly, the new. We need to talk about it now. The new Arctic Monkeys album came out, and I'd I'd put on on Twitter. All the kids who snapped up Artie's monkey tickets on the back of Why Do You Only Call Me When You're High must be scratching their heads about now. Welcome on board, you little disco lizards. And friend of the show, Ed Enright, got in touch and said, I know music is all about opinions, but I do quite like there's a youth movement that are super into Noel Gallagher and Artie Monkeys when they're releasing their worst music by some stretch. And I said I was going to talk about it, and we just got fucking drunk and talked about fucking haddocks swimming up piss holes. Um, Shall we pick this up next week? Shall I write it down? Yes, because... Music. Sorry, Ed. Listen. Sorry, Ed. The first couple of songs, like, I've only listened to a bit of the Arctic Monkeys new album, which, for for us, an Arctic Monkeys generation, I guess, um, is a big thing whenever they bring a new album out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's... I don't know if it's quite hitting the spot for us yet. Listen to a couple of tracks, but it I'm not going to judge it. I need, I need to get in deep. We'll get into the weeds. Sometimes I, I need to be left alone with it. Mm. We'll get into the weeds next week. We'll we'll have a deep dive into it next week. But just as a quick, quick fucking surmise, the people who are turning around and saying this doesn't sound anything like Artie Monkeys are the people who have heard whatever you think I am or what was it whatever uh, you see I am that's what I'm not which is the first album so they might see. have heard uh, My Favourite Worst Nightmare and they're predominantly using the only ref point of reference is EM uh, you, you obviously weren't here for Humbug Sucker and See and that other really fucking weird album they've done like this is I don't know what you're expecting, but like this for this me, this is it. It's fucking, this is Arctic Monkeys. Like if you were expecting more AM or fucking 
the, favourite worst nightmare the maturing you can see Aye. it and you can feel it but Aye. I think it's the You've seen it when, like, so many bands that mature and they get older, and the the music isn't what you expect. But the Kings of Leon is a perfect example. The last album, I can't even remember because I didn't even listen to most of it. Big fan. I'm a big fan. But the first and second mm. and third, and you're like, holy shit, how has it come to this? And it's just different, isn't it? People just age. The taste age. Everything, yeah. Because like I tell you what it is, if they just it's not brought, bad, it's just no different. It's just it's a it's a change. It's a changing of seasons. It's a maturity. But we'll get into the weeds of that next week. Let's talk music next week. I don't think we've ever talked music before. This is going to be a fun one. Ooh. Music. Yeah, let's pick a track. Pick pick some tracks. Pick some hot tracks. Now I figure there's a gap in the market since Avicii's fucking We'll tell you that next week, yeah? Right. Why the fuck not? Boys and girls, thank you for listening. And until next time, laters.